Imagine you're standing on this beautiful stage in this amazing theatre. The audience is watching you. And they would also like to hear you, but there is not one word coming out of your mouth. Because you have a total blank. The words are just gone. Come on, what's next? But you have no idea and you think, how can my brain be empty like this? It's almost fascinating that this is possible. Pure emptiness. But it's not really the moment to have a blank. I'm on the scene in Sofia, the capital of Bulgaria, in this amazing theatre, standing on the round red carpet, the symbol for the TED or TEDx talks. The lights are blinding me, and I can't see the reaction of the people in the audience. But luckily, there are just five to ten persons watching me. Tomorrow, there will be around 800 people staring at me. So I know what I will have to work until tomorrow. In today's episode, I'm going to cover up the issues of how to handle nervousness and also I will talk about the high expectations we ha- often have for oneself. Hello ladies and gentlemen, I'm back in your ear, me Anna Jelen, your time expert. Someone who's always been nervous before a speech and I wouldn't want to be without it because it gives me the adrenaline kick which prepares me for the scene. And normally, when I'm on the scene, I'm in my element and in the flow. I love it because it is the moment where I can inspire dozens or hundreds of people. But I have never really had a total blank. So this was new. My husband, Samuel, and even my mom were with me this time. Because it was my mom's birthday and we wanted to create a few unforgettable moments in Sofia. When I had my big rehearsal, both of them were sitting in the audience. And after my blank and blackout scenario, I went to get them. And they were pale. (laughs) You can't imagine how worried they looked at me. I, I still remember their faces. That was hilarious, really. And I just said, come on, let's go and have a beer. We sat in the park next to the theater drank a beer, and were still a bit speechless. Six weeks ago, I received the invitation for the TEDx talk. We had just returned from Lapland, where we had worked creatively for one month. So after these kind of work sessions, when I'm back, my agenda is 70% full with workshops and speeches. Thank God for the 30 percent of buffer time. I always talk about it when I do my workshops. Keep your buffer time, always, because there will be the unplanned things coming in. So here was my unplanned TEDx invitation. And this can happen to any of us, no matter the business. There will always be the unplanned projects coming in. If you don't leave some buffer time, you have to say no to some great and big opportunities. So, please keep the buffers for these chances. In the park, Samuel says, 
We didn't have enough time. And I look at him and I say, it doesn't matter. We had what we had. You have to do the best with the time you have. And imagine it's always enough, rather than thinking it's never enough of time. Let's change the mindset and say, we had enough time. But I was still nervous. I wanted to speak to two very important people in my life, two of my best friends, my dad and my sister. And both of them said something which I will never forget. And these two pieces of advice are also the advice I have for you today. When you are experiencing nervousness for an upcoming event, think of what they told me. First, imagine you are an athlete. Let's take a professional ski racer. There is not just one race you're going to have. You know that you have plenty of upcoming races and every race is another opportunity. You can do good and bring the run home, which means you make it down to the finish line. Or you drop out during your run. If you drop out during your run, you will have the next opportunities. One time it even will happen. You can't succeed all the time. So be ready for both situations. I understood two things right away. And this might also serve you. Always remember that this is not the one and only opportunity you have. There will be others. And maybe it's just you having very high expectations. And you have to loosen them up. The big expectations are not always serving you. If they are too high, they will become very heavy and they will limit you. And the other thing I understood was I still wanted to bring the run home. I didn't want to drop out. But if it happens, how will I react? And for this, I created a plan B for when I will be having another blank. But here's the thing. I love to have one plan plan A and to focus on this plan A. But for once I put some thoughts into plan B but still I focused on plan A and that is to do the speech without a blank. But still this nervousness was chewing on me from the inside. We went back to the hotel. I rehearsed my text another two, three times and then I thought... Let's have a really nice evening. This was so important to me. I know I could have kept on working and rehearsing, but I wanted to have a moment. And believe me, we had. We had such a good evening and we were laughing our heads off. And I think it was a mixture of the nervousness, the feeling of hopelessness and the red wine, which made us completely gaga. We went to bed early, but nobody was able to sleep. I felt this fear coming up, and that is when I thought of what my sister told me when I called her after dinner. She said, this is your stage. It's what you love doing. And I thought, she's right. Normally, I love doing this. I will be able to inspire 800 people with my speech. Then we get out and start to create moments if everything goes well. Now it's time to start enjoying all this. 
It's time to say goodbye to this fear because this fear is not going to support me. And the only way to get through this without a blank is to start to embrace this situation. Now get ready, Anna, and for God's sake, start to have fun. And that is when optimistic Anna came back. Because that is the real me. But the fear was showing me an Anna with blackouts and emptiness. And I really felt how I became ready. And in the morning, I was ready. I wanted to do this. Let's get me on this stage. But don't halloo too early, my friends out there. Let's take a break from my story and let's look at your life. There are events in your life which will make you feel panicking because you believe that it is oh so important for you. And yes, maybe it is important. And then it is even more important to be ready for it. Prepare yourself as good as possible. Try to put your focus right. Leave all the distractions behind you. Be a time master and know exactly what you need to put into your daily life to get there. If you do this, it's enough. You can't do more than this. And then, when the day is here, you might take the run home or you drop out. And if you drop out, like I saw someone doing on this TEDx stage in Sofia, it's okay. It can happen. This lady will have another opportunity again. It wasn't the last one and the world wasn't collapsing. The crowd was even very kind to her and supported her through her blackouts with applause. On the day of my talk, I got a message from Thomas, a creator of moments, and he wrote, Always remember that you are not the emotion, like being nervous. You are pure consciousness. The nervousness is not you. And I thought, damn right he is. And this helped me to let go the nervousness at least a bit. And a bit is good. Let's look at the conclusion of what helped me before I tell you the end of the theater stage scene. First, there is always the next run. Try to make a good run out of it and prepare yourself to get there. But if you fall out, as I said, it's okay. It's not the end. That's the good thing. And the question you need to ask you is this. How high do you put your own expectations? If they're too high, remember, with time they will become very, very heavy. And that is when this is the case, you will not be able to give your best. Second, embrace it. Try to have fun. It's a moment. And no matter how the result it will be. You are creating a moment. And you remember, we have to take them all. The good moments and also the not so good moments. It's life. It's normal. And another one thing. The eagle view. We need to take the eagle view as often as we can. And that means to zoom yourself out of the situation. Look at you from up above and go higher and higher. And suddenly you see that it isn't as serious as you think it is. Maybe you can even become thankful to be in this situation. If you're writing an exam and you are nervous because you don't know if you are going to pass or not, with a 
view of the eagle. You could get the thoughts to be grateful that you are in a situation where you can write an exam. And if you are well prepared, you will make the run all the way down to the finish line. Back to the story and let's keep it short. Another hour to go. I'm sitting in the fitting room and the makeup artist is preparing me. There are other speakers in the room, preparing themselves. Everyone nervous. And that was when I thought of hearing a podcast of Tim Ferriss and Susan Cain, both authors and people I like listening to. And on a podcast, they talk about the TED Talk they had. And about a month ago, I heard this. And I know exactly what he means. Listen up. Um, but I will say, having said all this, still, you know, there's something about a TED Talk that's on some whole crazy other realm of yes. public speaking nerves. Yeah, and even if the <laughs> setting is exa exactly the same, there is a performance anxiety associated <laughs> yes. with that three-letter acronym, for sure. Yeah, we were, we were talking about this before we started taping, that, yeah. you know, so many of the speakers are really practiced on stage, and yet you see them minutes <laughs> before they go out, and they're sweating bullets, and, and they're, they're all losing it. Yeah, we were chatting for a second about, uh, and, and Chris Anderson could certainly correct me, I'm blanking the exact term, but there's some space right next to the stage behind the curtain called the Zen Room or the Relaxation Cube. There's some very pleasant sounding name for this space, and it's intended to be the, the, the next up kind of uh, batting cage for the, the, the two or three speakers to come. And I remember it was probably 15 or 20 minutes before I was supposed to go live. Or no, it couldn't have been that. It was probably an hour before. And I really didn't want to be around a lot of people. And in the green room, there are all sorts of staff and lots of people milling around and, and working on production. And I thought to myself, I need to go to the Zen room. We'll just call it the Zen room. And so I walk out to the Zen room. And I won't mention names, but there are like three just killers. These are consummate professionals who have done this type of thing thousands of times people i look up to and would love to someday have a coffee with and they are freaking the fuck out <laughs> and i was like not helping not helping i need to leave the zen room right now <laughs> so yes it's a different beast back to the theater makeup is done so i'm ready to go where it all happens because soon i'm on Another 45 minutes to go. Luckily, I'm able to get back into my state where I think, come on, let's enjoy this. And now I just want to do it. I want to go for it. Let me get on this stage. And there is huge adrenaline coming, joy and pure excitement. And you should have seen me. It felt as if I could explode. I'm behind the curtains. My heart is speeding like a truba door. It goes doo -doo 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 -doo, like this. And I remember my playlist I have created for this moment. So I put on my headphones to get myself into a calmer state. The playlist contains 29 songs. And I just push play and this song comes.
Okay, okay, no, this is far too much. I need the opposite. So I switch to the next song. Doesn't work, doesn't work. Next. Boss it. No, no. What did I think making this playlist that I need energy? No, I got enough energy. Next. That's better. Makes me smile. Makes me want to do it. But still, I get too excited. All right, next song. And that's when I find the one who will calm me down for a moment. brings my heartbeat down. Well done. I'm totally in the song. Another eight minutes. Irina and Victor, the organizers, are on the scene. Soon they will announce me. I want to turn off the music. Instead, I push the next button and this song starts. And it's the perfect song. Walking in the dark, seeing lovers do their thing. Ooh, that's the time. I feel like making love. 
take off the headphones. I hear my name and off I go. I walk to the round red carpet. Breathe, Anna, breathe. I put my hourglass in front of me. I turn it 15 minutes. I breathe deep and I look in front of me and I can't see one single face. But I know there are 800 heads sitting and staring at me. And then I start talking. Imagine you are totally lost in the mountains. Well, the big question is, how did it go? (laughs) To be honest, I have no idea. And I'm so sorry for this answer, but I think it's, it's up to you which has to give me the answer because I can't. I just know that I got it through. I still, I think I forgot some small parts, but for sure I wasn't as good as I have been other times. I think it was an okay speech. I have given better ones, I know that. But I have to accept that the nervousness was just limiting me. But now I know And I'm wiser for the next TED or TEDx speech. Wait for it and that's where I will be given a boom speech. Therefore, I'm so clueless. It would be very interesting to hear what you think about it. It's not out yet. This will happen in the next one or three weeks and I will let you know. But I do wonder what you think about it. Now, my dear friends out there... I will leave you now, so you can go and create a golden moment for yourself, or maybe it's a day to create a golden moment for someone else. Surprise a friend with a nice written postcard, call a stranger and wish him or her a nice day, pay the coffee for the person behind you, or just take it easy and think about how we could change the world to the better, and tell me about it. So long. Take care. Bye. By the way, one last thing. I have always wanted to tell you this. I'm a humble person, which means that the worst case for me would be to talk too much about myself without giving you a piece of advice. And I want you to know that I will always think of this. Even when I tell you stories out of my life, like the process of this TEDx talk, and I will always come back to you and think about how you can benefit from my stories. I remember one day, by the way, I was seeing a coach because my business didn't work, and she asked me, how do you sell yourself? I didn't respond, I thought about it. And she went... Okay, Anna, why should I book you? And my answer was, oh, you don't have to. There are great people out there, you know. And and she stopped me and she said, okay, now I tell you one thing. Don't let your company go down the drain because of your humbleness. I will never forget that. So you see, I have improved.